0: Of America is being squandered. How are we going to restore our nation back to a sensible citizen-centric government? This is my country. I'm proud to call it This is my country. And
1: I'll
0: never stand alone. It's time for populism with a purpose. Welcome to Reimagine America with Joyce Courtney. Joyce is a businesswoman, not a politician. And she's here to offer pragmatic, possible, and post-partisan solutions for the 21st century. It's my country, the sea. Now, your host for Reimagine America. Joyce Courtney.
1: You know, in just exactly 51 weeks from today we 're going to begin begin to dissect the results of the 2020 presidential election. Now, for some of you, it can't come soon enough. can we just get the noise over with? because i don't think we 've ever stopped having a campaign on either side of the aisle since um, election night on, in 2016 I mean the the resistance was out picketing Trump Tower the morning after the night before. And I don't think it's ever stopped. But you know what? We don't know yet. There are so many unknowns that will um, trigger different events in the next 51 weeks. We don't really know. So... There are a bunch of what-ifs that could change the shape and the outcome of the 2020 race. What if the economy were not to just, as economists expect, slip, you know, slow down to a 2% GDP year-over-year growth as as we expect in 2020? You know, the fear of recession— Most economists say has diminished, but the fear that we are that the economy is going to slow. Actually, the certainty that the economy is going to continue on the trajectory of slowing that we have seen over the last twelve months um, is pretty much a given. But what if what if what if the U.S. economy slipped into recession? because of business uncertainty over trade policy. Right now we have seen a um, year-over-year diminishment by more than half of new business investment um, as American companies are unable to plan because they don't see a coherent trade strategy. The Chinese just this week are now signaling no to reducing tariffs that they were signaling yes to just a couple of weeks ago. So we don't really know whether this tariff situation will improve the outlook for American business or if it will continue um, on a negative path, both from a planning investment point of view and from a return on investment point of view. And those things influence, you know, building and hiring and other things that drive um, economic growth. What if the agricultural losses that have been driven by this trade policy were to further depress Midwestern farm incomes and communities? Now it's a little known fact, but the government subsidies that have been paid to farmers supposedly from the uh, tariffs collected from the Chinese government, which is a myth, by the way. The government has already paid farmers more as a result of this trade standoff than GM and Chrysler received collectively from widely denounced TARP programs that were intended to stabilize the very important... Uh, durable goods auto market um, in the 2009 recession. But what was the difference between the farm subsidies that are being paid today and the TARP program that was so maligned in its time is that TARP was actually paid back. General Motors and Chrysler and all the banks, etc., actually had to repay the United States government, the taxpayer, the treasury, whatever you want to call it, both the principal that they received as loans under TARP and interest. Price supports on agricultural products, well, those price supports are a contribution to a now 23 trillion plus national debt. That's a debt that you're, Great grandchildren will be paying. The results of the election in 2020 will be influenced by conditions in the Midwestern farming states and economic conditions. And we are seeing record levels of bankruptcy in those areas. But it's not just the United States. You know, oceans, we're part of a global business environment. So what if the European European Union were to slip into recession? It's quite possible, led by a slowing German economy. I mean, did you know that Germany is the third largest economy in the world behind the U.S. and China? And it's forecast at best to grow four-tenths of one percent in the next year. It's right on the cusp of going um, into recession. Any of these, or a combination of a couple of these, could really have serious negative consequences for the U.S. economy. And you know what is the number one indicator of a successful reelection campaign in the United States? The central justification for a second term for a president in the last 45 or 50 years? a booming private sector economy. So if any of, a, of these factors were to lead to a slowing of the economy below the anticipated 2% annual GDP growth in 2020, it could have a marked impact on how large is the turnout in the election and how people vote. And right now, 74% of the U.S. electorate is saying it is energized to go to the polls. And that is 20% more than we saw in 2016. And while I don't expect a tech bubble the size of 2001, the dot-com bubble, to burst in 2020, there are signs of caution This year's darlings, led by Uber, Lyft, WeWork, Pinterest, Airbnb, ain't none of them doing so well for investors post IPO. That could result in two things, lower overall returns for investors in 2020 and less of an appetite for high risk investment on the part of investors. Now, if you add to that the risks of antitrust action and other investigations um, um, against uh, Facebook and Google, both here in the United States, now 50 state attorney generals looking at at Facebook, um, and also in the European Union, You have a real potential for the NASDAQ to have some significant um, issues in 2020, and those will have an impact on how consumers feel about their own economic well-being and they drive the U.S. economy. Seventy, if, what, what would happen, what would happen if, the American consumer gets spooked in 2020. Consumption spending is 70% of the U.S. economy. We could spend another hour talking about why that's not a good number, but it's the real number. And so if the consumer gets spooked because they see... Um, investment their own investment returns falling that would have a negative impact on the economy and it's an unknown as we look a year out or what if god forbid what if the u.s or europe experienced a significant terrorist attack especially a terrorist attack that could in some way be tied back to Syria? Why would that impact the election? Or what if, again, what if, God forbid, North Korea were to decide it wanted to demand the world's attention through some rash act? What impact would that have on the 2020 election? What if are what happens when the best laid plans meet the first test of reality. And in 2020, I believe almost anything can happen. I'm not making any predictions. I'm just saying that in 2020, anything is possible and nothing is certain And we are going to have a wild ride together in the meantime.
0: Subscribe to the Reimagine America podcast at reimagineamerica.org and ricochet.com. Email Joyce at Joyce at Reimagine America Radio. Follow her on Twitter at Joyce Cordy, all one word. And you can follow the show at Reimagine Radio. This has been Reimagine America with Joyce Cordy. Take a minute now and go to www.reimagineamerica.org. Join the forum, donate, tell others, and sign up to receive future podcasts. That's reimagineamerica.org. And join us again next week for Reimagine America.